Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Battle of New Orleans Radio with your hosts, Nathan Lawrence, Caleb Hitt, and Goyle or 990 WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another action-packed broadcast of Battle of New Orleans Radio. I'm Nathan Lawrence, along with my awesome boy and co-host. What's up, Goyam? Not much, man. I'm here, man. We're here. Yeah, we're we're here in like studio. Six straight weeks. This is a record for us, um, bro. You know, we're in studio, live, personal. We're, we're here, man. Uh, it's been uh, a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, dealing with this whole monument debacle thank you Horlandrew, for uh you know creating this whole uh, mess really appreciate it thank you for sending your your little uh, globalist whore minions uh antifa boots on the ground mm-hmm. you know to uh shake this whole thing up and not be peaceful about this whole process so really appreciate that mayor landry thanks thank to you. the new orleans police department for standing down while the chaos ensued <laughs> thank you thank you nopd thank yeah, you thank new you. orleans fire, fire department, department taxpayer man, dollars man just, uh, dismantle the uh, liberty monument when they said that none of the monuments would be taken down with paid uh, taxpayer dollars thank you for that really appreciate that good uh, representation of the people's uh will and want man i just i'm, I'm so pleased going with where our tax dollars are going I just, man, I, I left my house uptown. I'm not going to give you the exact street address. I'll probably get car bombed or something if I do that. But, but uh, you know, my, I'm leaving my house, and there's just so many potholes. And then, and then I remembered, wait, wait. They're not really going to fix any of these, are they? It's the monuments. The monuments did this. But, but you know what? Our streets are great. Crime's at a decent level. Uh, schools are great, better than ever. You know, everybody it just looks like they're just... It's Jazz Fest, guys. Let's go oh, get it. Man, the music's great. They Look, got jambalaya over there. Go get it. Crawfish bread. It's like throwing a stick to the dog and they just run in the wrong direction. <laughs> they got jambalaya over there. Go get it, boy. <laughs> yeah, go, go go fetch. Go go fetch. Forget go. the monuments. Eh? Dr. John. Yeah, Dr. John's playing on stage three. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go give me some of that crawfish bread, uh, uh, cream of ice cream, <laughs> a snowball, and a strawberry daiquiri. You know, and, and that's it. That's our answers to everything here in New Orleans. You party know? it off. Just party it off. Yellow. And, and so thank you, Mitch Landrew, for, you know, really helping us and, and help pushing us to grow. Uh, you know, we're, we're really progressing. The, the progressives are really pushing us towards uh, progression. So thank you, Mayor Landrieu. We really appreciate your hard, hard work uh, making New Orleans great again. And, and they got the perfect storm there, Nathan. They have uh, the Antifa storm. They had about 270 Antifa entities show up two nights ago and storm the uh, pro-monument faction. They, they're very peaceful, right? Yeah, they were throwing beer bottles at them, throwing rocks at them. The NOPD stood down. You could see it on YouTube. The NOPD is actually verbalizing, hey, 
it's not our deal. Stay, stay out of it. Like, New Orleans is not our city. Yeah, after after some beer bottles and some blood was shed and some fights and some punches were laid out and whatnot, uh, the cops showed up and said, look, we're going to have to put some barricades up here. And now they got a fence around Jefferson Davis. Uh, they have accomplished their goal of destabilizing the resistance in the pro-monument factions. They, uh, oh, we're looking online right now. We see a picture of Phil the Patriot, who was there every night. And he's standing firm, protecting all the females out there in particular, being a gentleman. My, my hat's but, off to you, Phil. Yeah, and there was a lot hey, of pictures. Scroll back down to that picture, BJ. And Phil will be in studio later, up. Phil the Patriot, as well as Dr. Marksbury, who's going to be on the air at 8 o'clock, explaining what's going on with HB71, which is kind of like the last gasp or attempt to uh, get us uh, maybe possibly to put um, a halt to this, but... Mitch looks like he's trying to make a move tonight. I just drove by Jefferson Davis, Nathan, and, and they had eight cops there. Their cars are running. The lights are on. It's it's raining out there, and, and, and they got the fence set up. Uh, three brothers fencing put that up today. Three uh, three brothers towing. Yeah, three brothers towing, fencing. They're doing all kinds of work. They were wearing masks, too. They were masked up? It wasn't even Halloween, which is technically illegal. It's illegal. But again, we're going to look the other way on that. They were told to stand down. But, yeah, we're looking at the footage on uh, Times Picayune and NOLA.com. They have all kinds of pictures of um, the standoff, and hey, they had their perfect storm, and now they have their barricades up, and the next the next I, move is they're going to take it down. I'm reading. Look, BJ's got this picture pulled up from NOLA.com, and it's got our, our, man, our man Phil the Patriot on the front line. He's backing down in Antifa. Bless you, Phil. This lady's song says, Stop Oppressing People with Tiny Penises. <laughs> so where I'm not, I'm not making that up. I, I don't know what that has to do with statues. But but my, my uh, point of that, the point of that is, this is the mind frame of these uh, anti-fascist fascists. Cats not kids. That's yeah, a sign for them. Cats not kids. We also have our boy Caleb Hit on Skype, our Ohio reporter and co-host. I, I just seen him pop up on Skype. How you doing tonight, Caleb? I'm doing good. How man, you guys doing? Man, we're doing we're hanging fine. in there. You know we're on the front lines right now. You can see it, right, Caleb? You see us struggling with these monuments, man. We're talking about it nonstop. And- I, I can't even sleep at night. My wife gets so pissed off at me because I'm, like, waking up at midnight wanting to go out there. And and, uh-huh. and, and then she's like, no. The other night I, my wife's I went. pissed off, too. I, I went at about 2 in the morning, and my wife couldn't believe. I just got out of bed and left her at the house while I went went yeah. to the monuments. But, you know, just I can't help it. You, you, you don't want to not be there, and you're not sure what help that does. But, again, I mean, I was out there last night, and now they have the pro-monument faction on the other side of the street. And they've it's frustrating. I don't want to hurt their feelings, but I told the group, I said, look, we've been destabilized. You guys are on the other y'all – y'all are away from the statue now. And that's what Antifa did. It was Monday night. There weren't that many people out there uh, supporting the monuments, per se, 24-7. They've been out there since they saw the Liberty Monument come down in, at 1 in the morning. So, uh, yeah, Antifa shows up in, like, military-grade uh, – I'm not sure, Nathan. Hold up. we got a little studio issue. Uh, th- Nathan, didn't they show up in military-grade uh, vehicles? And, uh, look, we have somebody who's at the Jefferson statue right now. Uh, we're going to go to that right now. Ken, you're at the Hi. Jefferson statue right now, man. What's going on, man? Let us know. Let our listeners know what's going on. What you're seeing with the new fence they put up and the uh, police uh, force there? What's going on, man? Okay, the fence I have no problem with because it is, it's actually helping us protect the monument itself from you know vandalism. The, I hope the, what's so. going on today is the New Orleans police told everyone here this is now a gun-free zone, wow. so they're trying to violate our Second Amendment rights. 
Now, they claim that the church that's across the street has a school, hmm. which is not on a register as a school. There's no school crossings. There are no signs posted that this is a gun-free zone. It's another attempt by the New Orleans uh, government to suppress free speech or Second Amendment rights. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's more or less a, co- uh, a communist area. Last night, there was a simple assault here. I asked one of the officers, we had the witnesses, we'd ask for a report. He said, that law does not exist in the city of New Orleans. What? How- Ken, Ken, what time did that happen? I left around 1. Uh, what, that must uh, have happened after this, that? This, no, this happened about 10.30 last okay. night. Okay. All right. But wow. The police officers obviously are not well trained. No. no. So, Ken, I've had, this is Nathan Lawrence, I, I, I've had the police... Um, basically tell me and tell other people that I know that if you open carry and somebody calls and feels offended uh, and the police come out, who knows what could happen while you was carrying that that weapon. Well, you know something? Uh, the other person can be charged for filing a false police report because sure. you still have the constitutional right. Absolutely. The problem is people... People just don't understand what their constitutional rights are. Everyone Absolutely. needs to have a course, a new civics course, about nothing but the Constitution and what you, your rights are. So, and Ken, now, let me let every me ask night you. that I've been here, I've had to go up to the police officers and confront them on a constitutional hmm. issue. Hmm. Great job, Each great job. They've had to back down. Wow. Hey, Ken, let me ask you a question. So the rule is what? Open carry within how far distance safely from a school was a thousand feet or something like that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so now they're saying there's a church near there that has a subsidiary school, and now they're saying we have to tow everyone away who may or may not, and they know that you guys are parking right there. So they're basically uh, hitting you guys in the in the pocketbook. A lot of you guys came, drove in, and are staying down here to stand up for the monuments. Now they're, I mean, we heard about Miss Arlene. She had her tires slashed. Uh, by the Antifa the other night. Now she she was shut down for a whole day or two with uh, trying to get new tires. Now they're basically destabilizing you guys by towing your vehicle. Then what? You got to shell out a couple hundred bucks to get your vehicle back, right? Nope. Yeah. I, I haven't been harmed at all because I told them the armed protest does continue. I am wearing mine as I speak. Yeah, wow. a- absolutely. Cool. And right. I'm a, I'm standing right across the street from this uh, church. Which you know, I, 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 I all respect to the church, but it is not a school. There's no markings whatsoever. Okay, last night here, no, uh, oh, I say three o'clock in the morning. We actually sat down with the other side and we established a dialogue. We were laughing and joking with each other. Had a great night. Now, unfortunately, at some of the other monuments, there were you know some uh, fights, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and that's going to happen when you can't establish a dialogue. Yeah, you're right. But uh, that's not what we are here for. We're, we're not here to fight. We're here to make sure that both sides have the right to do the protest. And, and listen, Ken, I think the people you guys were talking with and having a, a healthy dialogue with were just, you know, pe- maybe people from that holy ground bar. They show up over there. They want to they, they don't per se like you guys, but they're, you know, they're expressing their First Amendment right. And so are you. And you guys aren't threatening them and vice versa. The problem is when Antifa shows up in a military oh, grade yeah. vehicle with 270 uh, approximately 270 entities showing up against 30, and the New Orleans Police Department standing down right there, and they're just—they have a free for all where they're throwing bottles and, and and they're getting into packs and and picking up rocks and and gravel and throwing it at y'all and uh, uh, slicing tires. That's a whole different story, you know. Yes, sir. Now I would not ever advocate the loss of life. 
okay? We've got to do whatever it takes to avoid that. But each person has a constitutional right to defend themselves. Absolutely. Louisiana is a castle doctrine state. That means you do not have to retreat. If someone is throwing a beer bottle at you, that's, that's assault with intent to do bodily harm. A beer bottle can kill you. Right. If they come at you with a beer bottle that is broken open and jagged, that's going to be attempted murder right there. We will fire at and and we will defend ourselves. Well, listen, and you guys, about. Ken, you guys be safe out there tonight. I know it's going to be a wet and soggy night. Um, keep us posted. Call us up if you hear anything between now and 9 o'clock. We're going to be live on the air, 504-556-9696. And we appreciate the update. We're going to have Phil the Patriot in studio, he's been on the ground every night. Yeah, he's been a, uh, he's been a soldier. He's been a real soldier, um, and, and he's seen everything that's happened. Basically, yeah. me and Nathan been out there a few nights, but we missed the big Antifa throwdown. Uh, it was almost like they were storming Normandy or something yeah. like that. It really, was from what I saw online. But uh, Nathan, you want to close out this before we hit the hard break? Yeah, we, Joseph, we're going to come to you after the break, and then uh, Miss Kathy in Lakeview. Uh, so we're going to come to y'all. Look, I mean, this is some crazy stuff that, that's going on. People need to be vigilant. Uh, but, look, we need to try to stop this. Call Jeff Landry, clog his office up. Call Billy Nungasser. They've both been sitting on their hands, and they aren't doing anything. If they continue to do nothing, they shouldn't get one vote in the next election, uh, whatever that they're running for. So people need to stand up against these people because they're not standing up for us. Battle of New Orleans Radio, go hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel, Battle Nola Radio, and we'll be right back right here in the home of the First Amendment, W. Hi, my name's Gary King, and I've assembled the most formidable JFK team on planet Earth. We've got Dr. James Fetzer, Larry Rivera, who is the number one researcher in the world today when it comes to new research. And we've got Don Fox, who's not afraid to look a little bit deeper than anyone else. So if you're interested in what happened to the 35th president of the United States, then I invite you to our show. It's called The New JFK Show, and it's on YouTube. Go to Gary King YouTube channel, and we've got over 90 shows archived for you there. So if you really want to know the truth, and knowing that over 9 out of 10 researchers are working the other side of the street in a sea of disinformation, I pledge to you the truth about JFK. Go to Gary King YouTube channel and find out your true history. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here in the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM WGSO. And on that break, we got a little hometown uh, hero here, Phil, who's been standing up uh, for the monuments on a daily, nightly basis. And we also have B in studio with Full us studio. as well. Yep. Yep, so we appreciate the fellas coming in. Man, it's been a very impressive showing, the unity and the fellowship and, you know, t- the to t- the togetherness that has been shown since this, uh, you know, has been taking place with the monument. So at least, at least not anything else, you know, at least we have, you know, got this camaraderie going and, for sure. And let me say something before Phil gives us his testimony on what's been going on. I, I agree with Nathan 100%. It's been great to see the unity. And B and Phil have been there from the start. Since we heard about the monument takedown, the Dylan Roof push, the United Nations globalist move by Walt Isaacson, John Cummings wants these statues for his museum. We all know that. And the situation is, Phil, Nathan, B, is, you know, we were out there cleaning the monuments. There wasn't much resistance. There has been an impressive resistance, even though we kind of, Antifa kind of overran us the other night. It's been impressive and strong. Now, I will say this. Last night, 
it's funny because, you know, you have these guys out there with rebel flags. You have guys like me. You have everybody's got a different opinion. But we all agree on one thing. We're there to protect the monuments. We're there to protect Jefferson Davis. It's the most vulnerable of the three left. And uh, we've been checking with the Beauregard Monument, which was vandalized the other night. Lee, now this Sunday at 1.30, the Take Him Down NOLA group is planning to meet at Congo Square and march on Lee. So Sunday is going to be one huge media circus. But again, we've been there from the start. And for the listeners, we have some listeners at location. We just got a call from Ken over there. He's at Jefferson Davis. And for the people who are turning on each other or saying, well, your flag not holding your flag up high enough or or you're not staying out here long enough. Listen, some people do more, like Phil, who's there every night. Some people do less, like me. And I've been there a few times. But we all agree we're there to support the monuments. We're there to do as much as we can to save the monuments. I might not be there physically sometimes. I got a five-month-old baby. Phil's got a job. Everybody's got a job. But, hey, I've been spreading the word on social media. We're getting the word out. We're calling up radio stations. We're getting the word out on this. Tomorrow's HB71. It passed today. It's going up there. And we're going to hear from Dr. Marksbury on that. It's really our last legal hope. Right. But go ahead, Phil, and we're going to get to B after that. And and then we'll we'll get to uh, Joseph's call. Yeah, we got hold on callers. Phil, give us us maybe a three-minute rundown of what you have experienced out there on the ground since – Liberty Monument came down, and you guys have been so staunchly opposed and physically uh, present at the Jefferson Davis Monument. You guys have been there camping out. You've been staying up till like probably four or five in the morning every every night and pulling double duty there. So, what what? Give us a quick rundown of your experience out there. Hey, good evening, brother and sister, Christian American patriotic hostages. First of all, I have a message for the only Black Panther Lives Matter movement. Those people out there that work for Antifa, the Tulane Student Terrorist Association, and bait and switch, Mitch, the B-word, Landrew. Here's what I have to say to you. There you go, Phil. That's Next question. Let me say it one more time. Next question. All, all right. right. First of all, I'm tired of watching little old ladies get assaulted. I'm tired of watching people fighting each other. I'm tired of people fighting over, you know, statues. The statues need to be preserved. We need to preserve our statues, our monuments, our symbols, and our flags. Hey, you people out there right now that want to protect the uh, Fleur de Lee on the side of the Saints helmet, you people that want to protect your Christmas trees, you people that have Jesus statues in front of your churches, St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, St. John, St. Joseph, St. Anthony, you better wake up. And also you people out there that have restaurants with the statue of Buddha in front of them, they're coming for you next! There it is, and Phil gave us his two. And listen, they they graffitied a, a Joan of Arc statue last yep. night. And who's next? What are they going to do? The Steve Gleason uh, statue in front of the Superdome, or what? I mean, well, that's you know, uh, you know any statue but Albert Pike. Come out of your comfort zones now! I'm calling all the truckers out there, the bikers out there. Let's surround the statues, all of them. Come out here now before it's too late. Come out of your comfort zones, all of you Catholics, all of you Lutherans, all of you pro-life people, all of you crime stoppers, you crime fighters, all of you victims and citizens against crime. We're all on the same side of the fence. Come out there. Take pictures. Just take pictures right now. Take pictures of all the cars, the front and the back. Take pictures of their faces. Get out there and let's protect all the monuments. Because guess what? If you don't, they're going to come in your houses next. Yeah, yep. listen, and Phil brings up a good point initially with that comment for sure with the comfort zone, okay? And we're going to throw it to B next on his take on what he's seen because he's been out on location a few times. But Phil brings up a great point with the comfort zone. We've been hitting that over and over again every week. I see people on social media. We all have. Well, you went out there. Man, I hope they do something about it. Who's they? 
Are you going out there like Phil and B and Nathan and myself and all the other uh, people who care about the monuments? Are you pissing off your wife or your significant other or leaving your child behind, although it's uncomfortable for you and you might get in the doghouse? Yeah. Are you getting in the doghouse? Are you willing to go out your comfort zone? That's what we're doing because it's not easy to piss off your wife or leave your child behind to stand up for something you believe in. But every, like Phil says, the comfort zone, everybody wants someone else to do it. Well, we hope that somebody makes a petition about it. And we hope HB 71 does something. Well, it's happening now, guys. They got the fence around it. We got those soldiers out there, those ex-military out there. We got about one minute left before the break. And we're going to give B, after the break, a chance to talk fully on it. Yeah. Come out of your comfort zone. Come out your comfort zone right now. Your country music. Your rock and roll. Your heavy metal. You're next. You're next. You're next. Yep. Phil is fired up. He's in the studio. And He's pumped. It. Well, look, if you guys want to call up and talk to him directly, you can. 504-556-9696. Before we bring B on, though, after break, though, we, we need to go. Let's get to, uh, these two callers, and then we'll give we'll give we'll open the floor. Yeah, when we B. come back from the break, we're going to take these calls. Call in. You can speak with us live. We're going to have Dr. Marksbury on at 8 o'clock. We'll be right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Welcome to the front lines of the revolution right here. 990 AM WGSO. And we were all kind of brainstorming in the studio during the break, you know, and Nathan was going off. And we all agree this Antifa entity is out of state. They even heard Phil, uh, Nathan specifically heard some of the Antifas talking uh, like, well, we just moved down to Mid-City about a week ago. It's almost like they're getting free rent, free board. They got these militarized vehicles. They're totally funded to create chaos. Now we see the Alton Sterling verdict coming down in Baton Rouge. If it wasn't for this bad weather today, guys, Baton Rouge would be all over CNN right now because the place would be on fire. And hopefully the weekend comes soon enough and people can get caught in their sex and drugs and alcohol to keep them distracted. You know what I'm saying? That's usually our saving grace. Sex, drugs, and basketball. Yeah. Uh. Well, look, without any further ado, let's, let's, let's take these calls. We have Joseph and Mattery. Sorry to have you waiting, Joseph. Appreciate you holding on. Thank you, brother. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, hey, hey guys. Uh, great program. Listen, uh, I, I always thought that uh, a fellow reminds me of the last night. Uh, not, I'm talking about the night of the uh, rounds, uh, you know, the, the round table. You know, so all the, uh, you know, the King Office Knights, uh, Knights of the Round Table. Absolutely. Phil reminds me of Sir Percival, <laughs> the last of the of the noble knights who survived the last battle. It's from that movie Excalibur. I'm trying to uh, give you some imagery here. And uh, when uh, Sir, uh, was, uh, King Arthur confronted uh, his evil son, uh, Mordred, uh, that was, you know, uh, actually come from a, a coupling with his sister, that you know, un, under the guises of paganism. Uh, Sir Percival steps up to protect his king. The last night, you know, uh, the film reminds me of the last night, the last noble night of uh, King Arthur's court, the last one that refuses to give up the fight. Yeah. To give, to give up protecting his king, you know. Yeah, so, no, I, I know. I, I know Phil, Phil appreciates that, Joseph. Thank you. And Stand I, your ground. Don't back down. I'm calling on the bikers, the truckers, the American citizens to come out there and protect these monuments. I can't tell you enough. And it's uh, that's what's so frustrating for guys like Phil and uh, B. Right. We're 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 outnumbered, and we're not 
as organized because we're busy with our lives and our responsibilities yeah. and Antifa's rogue and and they're funded to do this. This they've is their got, professional job. They've got no kids. Go, go ahead, oh, Joseph. Yeah. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, this is what's been on my mind. We talk about the funding, hmm. the money. This is coming from George Soros and Walter, Walter Isaacson. Uh, Walter Isaacson is a international CFR member, trilateralist. trilateralist. He, he, uh, He's the right. He's the writer. He also was the head of CNN, head of uh, New York Times, uh, and the, the CEO of the Aspen Institute, the major major driving force of uh, sustainable development agenda twenty one here in the United States of America. And he is now on the planning and zoning uh, of the, uh, Mitch Landrieu's administration, implementing the global government uh, sustainable development here on a local level. Go ahead. Uh, I I I know. Uh, that I, that I know that we need monies from other countries that can come in here to take our side when it comes to funding our resistance to this strange 21st century uh, manifestation of, 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 of Marxism or communism that we see right before our eyes playing playing with uh, this tug-of-war with the statues. Um, is, to me, I, you know, I can't believe a country like Iran or Russia or countries that are very nationalistic. Oh, that's that, bad. That, but uh, that's right. They're labeled as bad guy countries. Nationalistic. You can't be that. You can't. Supremacy. You can't be a nationalist. Can't yeah, deny the Coca-Cola commercial, but, but, uh, open arms, the, open borders. There's bunnies. The only way we're going to hold, probably hold on to, to not just the statues and monuments, but to this the culture that we grew up with, what that's really kind of almost dying or fading away right now. It's dead. Depopulated. We, we need the kind of funding. It would take that's got to come from the outside because the American people don't have the monies anymore to to actually. I mean, we, look. Let's lay let's lay let's lay it out. All let's borrow here. some money from the Federal Reserve. Come on, they can do it. They can print it out of thin air. The upper class from this state, from you know, they don't want to step up to the plate with the monies to protect these statues and monuments. I'll give you a very good example. Uh, what's his name? Uh, former Governor Foster. He's yes. worth over seventy million dollars, and he doesn't want to give one dollar. Doesn't want to give one dollar to try to help keep the statues and monuments up. And there are other multimillionaires. Well, he's got his comfort zone, like Phil said. He's got his comfort zone. He yes. risks that if he goes against the globalist agenda. No, no if you doubt. stand up, here's what he really to me. This is what I. This is what comes across when I think about this over and over. I mean. Uh, you know, you, all, you, all you have to do is remove the impossible, is let no matter how improbable is the truth. You do a Sherlock Holmes on this thing, no, no. And, you, and you keep thinking that the internationalists, the globalists, and pardon the pun, pardon, pardon this word, they're trumping 
the, 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 the nationalism. We're not an independent country. We're not a sovereign country. You're right. We're run right. by the the try. We run by these international transcentral transnational bankers. No, no doubt, Joseph, Joseph. And on that note, we have to run. That's some great points, and you're, you're absolutely calls, right. You know, our phone lines getting lower. All of a sudden, look, we'll go to Kathy next, and then after that, David Flaming Little. Kathy in Lakeview, how you doing tonight, Miss Kathy? Welcome to the broadcast. Appreciate you holding. Hey guys. Hey guys, I want to say one thing before I get to my point. Yes, ma'am. Um, Go I'm ahead. in Mississippi for the last couple of days, and of course, you know, I chit chat and I go around, and you know, I'm telling them about this property tax that they added for the firefighters, which they owe money to, and so they probably spent the money on something else, and then they'll never so they get it. Only, you, yeah, they not only tax us for property tax, but they tax us for the personal business property tax as well. And they wow. just write these bills out and you have to pay. But anyway, you'd be surprised at the people in Mississippi that said, I'm done with New Orleans with all that statue stuff and everything. Okay, getting to my point, when we had a meeting a few weeks ago, you know, for the mayor, we said, don't touch the statues. Now, I had some very, very educated clients, one especially from Tulane, who's very liberal, and she's like, he has to touch the statue issue now he has to now she also advised me that there's two council women that are not running uh stacy hedge and then the one from lakeview which i can't oh gidry gidry yeah she advocated the, she is terrible uh, the the jail for the uh the juvenile prisoners 26 prisoners for 26 million dollars Oh, wow. And it brought up the HD whatever, ever, ever. So anyway, what I'm saying is she, a liberal person, is, is very unracist, is very concerned that the whites are not going to have any representation. We don't have any now. Yeah, but no, they still have two uh, women that are white on, you know, on the console. So you have to. We have to get this going, Nathan, because people, they are, you know, because of all this stirring up and everything, the white people, and I am not racist, and we have many clients that come in, you know, that are black. I'm not going to say Afro-American because they're black, okay? Miss Kathy, you, you, you already know that, that if you're a European descent and you show any um, proudness of being European descent, you, you know you're considered a racist. I'm just right. I'm just joking, but you know that's how they spin it. Right, I'm French American, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you have to represent us, Nathan. We have to get Nathan Lawrence and for mayor. There it uh, is. Uh, j- we have to do this because you see the white people are getting really angry about this. They're like, "This is ridiculous." I have to have some representation, and you would be the only person running. So we have to get really, really serious about this. Anybody want bumper stickers, Kathy? We got you. You got to put it on your car. You got to get the word out. No, it's not just a bumper sticker. It's going, you know, it's, it's like full right. blast, man. Full, uh, full blast. blast. We got to get it out now. You're right. I, I, I agree. To. I, I'm totally with now you. People are looking for a white mayor. Uh, all right, they are looking for a white mayor. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm. I'm. You know, my my issue's just been it's been a cash flow issue. I've been so busy chasing shekels. Now some of that's starting to clear up a little bit. And and my my, my target is July first to have everything 
completely a thousand percent in order, everything in papers filed, oh. the whole the whole nine yards. That'll give in July. We're there, but uh, um, people are looking for this. Nate. No, I know. You Now's the time to ride the wave with the mining yes. situation yes. right now. Right. I, I agree. Not Look, anybody on the console that that's not fuck. Mm, I mean, you have to have some. There's a lot of very wealthy white people that want some kind some person to represent them. Hey Kathy, and let me say like let me say something. Right now is the time I agree hundred percent. Nathan has to capitalize because once the liberal media, the local media starts saying, well Latoya's the choice, Sidney Torres is the other option or something like that, he's gonna be totally drowned out by July, I think, or, or August. We gotta get on this and support him right now. So all of our listeners if you want a bumper sticker, if you have any more ideas, I know it's more than that, Kathy, than just a bumper sticker. Yeah, we but we got to get the word out. About the, the, um, we had the idea about red the light cameras. About, yeah, but she, I mean, this woman's very, very smart. She's bad. You got yeah. one minute there, Kathy. Um, Go ahead. That's Nathan the Buccaneer Lawrence. There he is. His official name for the uh, mayoral campaign. We got about 30 seconds. Any final yeah, thoughts, yeah. Kathy? Yeah. Jump on this statue, so you're going to have to take a stand, and, and uh, people uh, will that were su- respected. Kathy, Sunday, I will be bullhorning <laughs> at the Lee Circle. I morning. will be bullhorning, take him down, Nola, the whole way. People will hear me. Uh, you're right. I need to be doing stuff now, and, and I'm, I'm going to do this. If you uh, want to donate go. a Kevlar vest for Nathan Parsons, run. I'll, I'll take one. I'll take we'll a take Kevlar one. vest. Okay, we're going to be there at Lee Circle, the Battle of New Orleans crew. Thanks, we're going to be right back, Battle of New Orleans Radio. All right, we're back, Battle of New Orleans Radio, right in the home of the First Amendment. Look, if you're listening to us in the New Orleans listening area, come out, support the monuments, support uh, history, support freedom. You know, don't give in to the doing nothing. Don't be so apathetic. Get out of your comfort zone. Join, join all the uh, monument supporters. I literally just read something on the internet about this. Uh, I had a social media kind of comment, and somebody's like, "Well, New Orleans is already done for," and, and that's the mentality—the apathy, the kick it down the can, kick the can down to the next person, and, and it's just—it's just appalling. And and Phil was saying in the studio break, Phil, weren't you bringing up the fact that where's the local people? Where's the local entity? We need more local people. We need more people to come down from Louisiana. We need people to come out there. And stand in that gap. Watch that wall. Rescue innocent. Defend and help us. We need to wake up, stand up, rise and watch them. We need to put on the mind of Jesus Christ and the full arm of the Lord. And we need to get out there on that battlefield. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm positive. If you don't, they're going to come after your Jesus statue. You, they're coming for statue. everything you got they're gonna now. They're coming for your Christmas tree. They're going to say your country music is offensive. Because this is a mic. your classic rock and roll is offensive. You know what? I'm tired of being offended. Yeah! Hey, and like Phil says, this is a microcosm of everything else that we're dealing with in our lives. Yeah. We're going to go to B now. He's in hey, studio as well. Hey, what's up? And he wants to tell us his take yeah, yeah, on go what ahead, he's B. seen the last week and a half since the Liberty Monument came down and, and the fight to save Jefferson Davis. Go ahead, B. Hey, how's everybody doing? Pretty good. Um, me and Nathan, we was out at the Liberty, the last three standing, yeah. and we got outflanked. We got tired. By the time we got to Jeff Davis, uh, Facebook Live hit, and they were already taking it down. Yeah, that quick. And we was out there. and it, I'll tell you what, you know, I I wanted to start off today with a little scripture I had, but uh can't get my phone to cooperate. But we yeah, are not going to be long, but, you know I me, mean, I just want to thank everybody for what they do. And honestly, I mean, I don't know what the solution is at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, going, I'm saying, we got uh, the legislature tomorrow. 
And we also got to realize that this uh, coastal master plan that they're doing put the state into a state of emergency. John Bell Edwards signed a state of emergency. I think it ends coming up. So, at you know, at this point, we're dealing with a state of emergency, police scenario, firemen. I mean, every agency can run rogue right now. <laughs> we might have a flood today right <laughs> now. We got water. And we got they, a lot of rain all across the state right now. When they, say, when they say master plan, you know, that that is the Agenda 21. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, plan on, on the local level. Absolutely. So, you know. Honestly, like last night, I felt uncomfortable out at uh, Jeff Davis, and I left. And I felt like I left a lot of people hanging. Yeah, well, hey, uh, B, let me say something. I saw (laughs) B parking and walking across the street, and I drove by him, and I was nervous too, man. I'm going to let you know. It's like a little kumbaya moment, but I was nervous too. And I actually drove around a little bit, a little longer than I probably should have. People are like, where are you, dude? And, I, you know, I was nervous, too, because, I mean, when you see what happened the night before, B, or heard, it's, that, that is intimidating. It's not that I was nervous. Yeah. It's the fact that we're not organized. And that, and that, there's no, we're not risk. doing anything there. We re- all of us are reacting spontaneously, and it's true. They have a planned <laughs> attack. They meet every night and every day, and they're going to talk, talking about what they're going to do. They have a beachhead right next to us, that little ball across the street. They get yeah, all lick it the up, holy but encourage and then come out and attack. Well, and I told the police, every time you leave, they attack us. There's all kinds of simple assault going on, aggravated assaults. They spray people with mace. They throw bottles and rocks at us. They pass by in their vehicles and curse us out and all kinds of they're stuff. They're rude. I, I have family and friends in the, in the NOPD and just the past police department in the St. Tammany. They tell me right now that all kinds of arrests should have been done. That's drunk and disorderly. Simple assault. Aggravated battery. Well, Phil, let, let me say something. We'll get right back to B's thoughts on this. He's saying we're disorganized, okay? And I agree with that. The thing is, just like in a game of tug of war, th- let's say they have 20 people on their side of the rope and we got 20 people hypothetically, even though they had 270 and we had 30 people approximately the other night. Every time someone lets go of their rope on our side and says, well, I'm out, I got to go back to the family or I'm not going to be able to show up tonight. That puts this a slippery slope for the people trying to hold on because now as they try to hold on, it's like, oh man, uh, Goyam left, Nathan left, Phil the Patriot. He never leaves, but he, it, it, everybody starts letting go and it, it makes it even harder and harder to hold well, on. It's disorganized, like B said. Well, well, that, and there's so many different beliefs, even on our side. Oh, that, yeah. That, We're turning on our own well, self. Well, you know what needs to happen? You know, I, I think we have to use their own games against them. And But I also think, you know, maybe, you know, the, the next time we go out there, you know, tell everybody to put aside their differences. I and, said and exactly let, that. So we're all here for that monument across the street. Let's start war planning and, and war gaming right there on the spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Listen, let's go right back to B on his thoughts yeah, on go this ahead, because, B. like you said, we're disorganized. And let's, let's, let's go right back to we'll, that. Organize, organize, organize now. If not... Le- left, our, left our own devices, Phil. We haven't been able well, to do that. Well, I don't know if, ahead, if y'all forgot, but this is they're calling this the summer of chaos. Right. Like I was saying at uh, one of the breaks. In Philadelphia on, May, on uh, May Day, May 1st, they had about 10 apartment buildings burnt down. Well, it makes they're sense. They're organizing it's... all over the country. They're causing Worldwide. chaos. Like you're saying, the Alton Sterling case. Oh, and now the Dallas. They come right back up. They oh, yeah. had a shooting today. What, yeah, now, it's, just... it's just the timing. If it Possibly in being false flags, like B says, it makes you question it. The timing. The NFL draft's over. The bread and circus is over. Now it's time for that Arab Spring or the Soros Spring, like you know, B is, is suggesting. Uh, 
All right, you listen to Battle of New Orleans Radio. When we come back, we're going to have Dr. Marksberry. And then when, when he leaves, we're going to go to Caleb Hitt and give him the floor and get his take from an Ohio perspective and just seeing this unfold, uh, you know, what he thinks about all this. So Battle of New Orleans Radio, look, we are the tip of the spear right here in New Orleans. So support us. Call us up, 504-556-9696. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Right here in the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM, WGSO, bringing you the information that the mainstream media and the big station here in New Orleans refuses to cover and to talk about. And without further ado, we have our uh, special guest tonight, Dr. Marks Barry. So, so two callers we have on hold. Just hold on. When Dr. Marks Barry leaves, we'll go right to you, uh, David and Flaming Liberal. So, Dr. Marks Barry, thank you for coming on the broadcast uh, tonight. And how you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. Yeah, r- really appreciate you. Uh, can you uh, tell us about uh, the, the bill that is currently uh, waiting to be passed now? Sure. Known as House Bill 71. And what it does, the bill says in the state of Louisiana, any monument or statue or memorial that's dedicated or honored to a United States veteran cannot be destroyed, desecrated, removed, damaged, or anything like that. And then they added an amendment, and they said that if a municipality wishes to have a vote of the people, now what happened in New Orleans, of the people, and the people decide they want to change something or move it, then that's the way it will happen. And so it, it was approved by the committee, which was a huge hurdle. That's the toughest hurdle sometimes. And so now it will go to the entire uh, House in the legislature. And then when they're done with it, if they pass it, then it has to go through the Senate. I got you. So, I mean, what do you think the likelihood of this uh, being passed? I think the likelihood of the passing it in the House is pretty high. Uh, keep in mind that it's honoring veterans. Right. So there's, there's not a whole lot of elected politicians that want to vote against veterans. Right. Uh, the Senate which is Olario's chamber, hmm. and he's the one that stopped this last year right. and really stopped this this year. But if it gets to the floor of the Senate, which is, I think it would pass, but if they stop it from getting to the floor, I don't think it probably will. <coughs> but, you know, hey, it's a small victory, but it's still a victory, and life still goes on, so we're still moving on it. No, a- absolutely. We really appreciate, you know, you and the Monumental Task uh, Committee's uh, hard work and efforts for sure. Uh, so thank you. Um, someone, I was listening to a radio program earlier. I think it was, uh, you was on Corey Johnson and I, and I was listening and there was a caller that called in after that. Um, and he, he, he brought up the point that, uh, and I'm not, not for sure if this is true. It's why I'm bringing it up that it's not going to cover these three monuments. It's only going to be monuments after this, um, you know, after the Jeff Davis, after, uh, Lee, um, Beauregard is, is that inaccurate or is that accurate? It's neither. It's uh, okay. If, okay. If if Landrew tears everything down before it becomes law, right, it wouldn't happen. If for some reason Landrew hasn't, because you know most laws in Louisiana go into effect like July first. Okay. So it's really if if he hasn't torn them down by July first, <coughs> then my guess is that we might go back and do some more court action you know, if they decide they want to tear him down after that becomes law. No, no, a- absolutely. You know, Doctor Marks Barry, we we had tried to speak with a couple of local attorneys um, about trying to file a suit, you know, 
and try in federal court and try to, uh, you know, let me back up. I'm, I'm stumbling on my words here. You, you know, Mayor Landrew said zero you know, city dollars were going to be used in this whole process, and we see yeah. this is just complete yeah. farce. I mean, of course, there's police dollars tied up, uh, firefighters, firefighter dollars tied up. So we we see that's a lie. And I I tried to speak to a couple of of attorneys about filing you know a lawsuit and help helping uh, you know us to do so. I mean, in in your opinion, I know you're not an attorney, but in your opinion, is there any grounds? Do you believe to file a suit? Uh, you know, you know, on, in the matter of, of Landrew not being truthful and lying, uh, do, do you think there's any any merit for filing a suit? Yeah, remember I filed a suit. Right, so it's, not, it's not that hard. I think there's two of them that are possible. Uh, in federal court, city attorney got up there and said that uh, they would use bona fide contractors, bonded people, experienced people to move these valuable works of art because we were arguing these works of art are worth millions of dollars. And the city said, we will do that. Now, obviously they didn't do that at Liberty. They used, you know, firemen. They used people from Sewage and Water Board uh, and others. And they almost toppled over. But Liberty wasn't argued that day about the artistic value of these three. So when it comes to Jefferson Davis, assuming that's going to be next, if they use uh, a contractor that's not bonded, that's not experienced, that really has got no record of dealing with something that's worth, you know, millions of dollars with regards to the, the artistic value of it, then you can go back to federal court, and I think we probably will do that, and charge the city with contempt of court. In other words, they lied before the court. They didn't do what they said they were going to do. Unfortunately, we can't do that until they take down one of these monuments and don't use the people they said. Right. So that's in federal court. Now, with regard to the, with regard to, uh, the saying that they're not going to use taxpayer dollars, that one I think would just go into state court because you'd have to have a federal challenge, and there's no federal challenge. I mean, he's, that's been said publicly. It's been said all kinds of places. And obviously, the amount of money, the amount of money, for example, with the police, you know, three night, two nights ago at Davis, uh, 24-7, you know, 16 police there all the time in the barricades and the, and the, and the trucks and everything, they're spending a lot of money. Yeah, they, they've know. spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in police yeah. protection already since this started, uh, you know, the Sunday before last, I believe it was. So, you know, they've spent a ton of money already. Yes, and the question is, you know, why – I don't know how the Inspector General Quantrino's office works. Maybe it's like the FBI, you know, they don't comment on ongoing investigations. <laughs> I do know that office has received complaints. Trust me, they've received complaints that uh, they're using tax dollars when he said he didn't right? and uh, using city employees. So any of your listeners, you can go online to the New Orleans Inspector General's website and lodge a complaint. And, you know, if that office gets inundated with them, maybe they'll be starting to do something because they need to look into how all this has transpired. It's really incredible, Dr. Marksberry, that we just see, you know, Mitch Landrew and this administration and these these entities just do what they want. Uh, You know, they have just a a complete disregard for our, our constitutional rights. I mean, you see now they've, you know, walled off the, you know, barricaded off the Jefferson Davis Monument. You, you know, they're making a, a gun-free zone. Um, towing cars away, towing saying that car, they're right. close to a church that might have a school in the, on the premises. Yeah. 
I, I mean, there's just a lot of things going on now. So they just are completely violating our constitutional rights now at this point. I didn't hear they, they made it a gun-free zone. Yeah, we, we had a caller call in who's there right now. Um, They're towing vehicles away. They're putting up signs, Dr. Marksbury, that say uh, you can't park here, number one. Number two, if that doesn't work and they don't tow you away with that fictitious story, they're basically uh, shooing people away by saying if you're ca- open and carry, which we've seen lately. Or just carrying a firearm, period. You're, yeah, clo- you're close to a school. You're now, since there's a church nearby, you're within the 1,000 feet uh, parameters. They're saying there's a school on the church premises that qualifies. It's probably like a nursery or a daycare. But but but, but the school isn't registered as a school. So some of the some of the, the people there uh, at the monument are questioning that right now. Yeah, they're finding loopholes and creating fictitious uh, legislation, basically, to eradicate any open carry. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys, did you see the two-page letter in The Advocate this morning? I heard about it. I didn't read it. You but didn't I did read it. Yes. and No, you should read it. Okay, who wrote that exactly? Can you tell me? Sure, I'll tell you the story. A gentleman by the name of Frank Stewart. Frank Stewart uh, has yeah. a great big building on Veterans Highway. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a wealthy man. Uh, he's 81 years old, and he's very active in nonprofit giving in New Orleans. He's on the Xavier board. He was on the Tulane board. Um, just he, He's given money to St. Augustine. And he's on 20 different boards for nonprofits. He spent his life giving money. He gave money to Mitch Landrieu when he ran the first time. The second time, he gave money to his dad. He gave money to his sisters. I mean, the man has been a supporter. But when Landrieu decided to do this with the monuments, Frank Stewart decided, I'm not going to support you anymore. We're looking so, at it right now, yep. And so last week... Frank Stewart hosted at his house a fundraiser to raise money for all the legal stuff that we're doing. And Mitch Landrieu decided to have a sit-down, you know, with Tynes Picayune, which he didn't really field questions. He just came and, and talked, and he, he said some things, and one of them was, he said, well, the businessmen aren't supporting me because they're afraid to come out, you know. But there's some people like high roller, high roller. Now, when you guys think of high roller, what does that mean? Uh, you know, like, like a gambler. That's uh, right. You think of a gambler, right? Right. If you're a high roller, they fly into Vegas and stuff. So he called him a high roller, and he called him out by name. Wow. And this man is the person saying, you know, that, that the people want the monuments are calling up people intimidating. He told him in name in the entire state of Louisiana. And wow. so what Frank Stewart did was he, he wrote a letter. He paid for that ad. As you can read that, that's two pages. He put it in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Lafayette, and he called him out publicly. And it says, Mitch Landry, shame on you you know, for talking to me when I supported your family. You've divided the city like nobody. So you really have to read it because he talks about the monuments. He talks about what he's done. It's really fantastic. This is something that's going to hang around his head forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. And, and you know, I, I, I was listening to an overview of it this morning, and I, and I skimmed through it. But, you know... Sure. You're right. It's pretty incredible that that even you know Mitch Landrew has, you know, starting to piss off the people that that supported him, and you know, pretty high profile type people uh, like Mr. Stewart. So you know that that's least you know that 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 does well for the people on our side for sure. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'd like to tell everybody two things. Absolutely. One is that Mitch Landrew said, and it was in the paper last week, that Beauvoir said they didn't want Jefferson Davis. I knew that wasn't true because I knew they they said they would. So I called up uh, on Monday the executive director, the person in charge of Beauvoir. He said, yeah, we saw that story. don't know why, you know, the mayor of New Orleans said that because we'd love to have Jefferson Davis yep, yep. and everything. So, you know, that's one, let's call it fake news. 
The second one, which keeps going around and going around and going around, so if you guys from now on will respond to anybody that calls up so they understand this. Today at the hearings up in Baton Rouge, the city, oh, this was government at work, this was representative government, so the deputy mayor came there and explained this went through a fair process, a democratic process. Mitch Landry said the people have spoken, the people never spoke. Mitch Landry says it's the will of the people, it's never the will of the people. This is, this is the way this worked. Mitch Landry, the head of the executive branch of the government, goes to the council, the legislative branch of the government, and says, council members, would you please do an investigation on these four monuments because I think they violate the nuisance ordinance. So the council says, yes, we'll do that. So then they read what the ordinance says and says, okay, now when we do this, we have to do the following. We have to ask for written recommendations by the superintendent of NOPD, by the district attorney of the city, by the director of planning of the city, and the chief administrative officer of the city. Those are the four individuals that were the only four required to give a recommendation whether something was a nuisance. All four of those people had their jobs because of Mitch Landrieu. They work at his pleasure. He could fire them any day. So they're asking four subordinates, uh, your boss said to do this, and we need a recommendation for it from you. So what do you think they're going to do? And that's, that's fair. That's representative government. That's a joke. No, no. And, and I believe some of these, you know, four people definitely uh, have some reign and rule over Mitch Landrieu. I don't know if they, I don't know if anybody, I don't know if he listens to anybody. Well, I mean, cause, because you start, you start looking at these Walt Isaacson connections and you start looking at how he was pushing for oh, the mo- yeah. monument removal before the Dylan Roof shooting and him and David Brock wrote that piece and, and you just see a lot of connections uh, I mean, it's 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 pretty outstanding. His chips are all in like a high roller. It's all in. It's all in. All of his chips are in on this bet. Uh, that, he has to we, he has to win we, this, or it's just going to be just we, a tarnish to his image forever. We we got about forty five seconds left. We just break, Doctor Marks. But if you can come back, do one more segment. I, I have some questions for you. How do how do we organize? We see the left and these this Antifa crowd is very very organized. Uh, so what do we need to do to come together and get all the groups that all support the one main thing, keeping these monuments up, keeping them clean, keeping everybody safe? We need to game plan on how we come together and outmaneuver uh, these rogue entities. This is Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on the home of the First Amendment, 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO. Let's go straight back to our guest, Dr. Marks Barry. You know, he's uh, the tip of the spear. Uh, that's he is right. the tip of the spear on this fight with the monuments. Front and center. And, man, and we he's appreciate you always being available to come on our show and update our listeners on what's going on. we got about four minutes left, five minutes left on this segment. We're going to take some calls after this segment. I know uh, we have David and VJ a flaming liberal holding on. Hang in there. So back to Dr. Marksbury. Any more information you want to give our listeners on what we can expect to happen tomorrow or is the HB 71, any more information about that or what can we do individually? I know they have this event this Sunday. Take them down. Nola's promoting on their Facebook page that they're going to uh, gather at Congo Square at 130 and they're going to be making their way similar to what they did at Jackson Square promoted at least and, and, and as we saw last time, it was Tulane University buses that were unloading mm-hmm. at Congo Square. We can expect that again Sunday, guys. Monte- Monterowitz. Exactly. And we're going to – and who knows? I mean, that's a long walk if they're going to walk from Congo to, to Lee Circle. So, I mean, I'm expecting maybe 3, 4 o'clock they might be banging their drums and having their little chance that rhyme. 
So what's your take on all that? It's so much information going on, Dr. Marsbury. Just fill our listeners in on what you what you would want from our listeners and from us. Well, the HB 71 probably won't go to the whole floor until maybe next week or even the week after. You know, they got to pick up enough bills and do that. Um, people, people like us don't organize as well as people on the left. Left people have always organized. They don't work. <clears throat> they don't work, uh, and they got outside funding coming in. Uh, most of the, a lot. Of, no, I won't say that, but a lot of those people and, and take them down. You know, they well, <clears throat> they've got ways of. Uh, being able to have free time during the day, and a lot of people don't have that. What to do? Well, bodies make a difference. Amen. Bodies make a difference. And at these monuments, you know, I think it's been pretty good, and you all will agree that the city cannot keep a lid. They want to pretend they can keep a lid on when they're coming down, but they haven't done it. They're zero for one so far. Actually, they're zero for two. Yeah. Um, and if we get the word out and we move quickly, just need to get a bunch of people there, taking pictures, identifying, seeing the vehicles, looking at people wearing masks, not wearing masks. You know, to be able to get the word out, we need to do that. Um, not going to be able, no one's not promoting any kind of violence, you know, by any means. But I don't think we're going to get a big protest march. It just doesn't seem to happen that way. But there is a petition that just started circulating, needs 10,000 signatures. And according to the lawyers that looked into this, that a petition with 10,000 signatures can force the city council to put something on the ballot. And this one would be to have an amendment to the city charter, which protects all monuments in the city. Now, they will delay that and fight that any way they can, and I think you have to have 1,000 signatures by the end of this month. I mean 10,000, I'm sorry. So we can talk about that more if this is really going to happen, if there's enough volunteers to take out, you know, if you had, you know, 500 people, you know, you only need to get uh, 20 signatures. You know, that's right. all. And, and we could pull that off. So that's something, you know, that might happen. The legal action is still going on. Of course, anybody that's listening, you know, your legislator and your state senator, call them up and tell them you support, you know, HB 71 to protect all monuments to veterans. And, and, and Dr. Marksbury, listen, we don't have much time on the second left. Again, we appreciate it. What do you suggest for the people who want to defend the monuments when we come out there and say an organized rogue terrorist group like Antifa shows up yes. and NOPD is standing down? What role should we take? Should we uh, retreat? Should we stand down like the NOPD is doing? Should we uh, be confrontational like them? What's your stance on that? We have one minute left. That's a, that's a hard that's a hard question to answer <laughs> yeah. because you know if somebody's in your face and they're spitting in your face, it's pretty hard to just hold back. Yeah. You know, I would answer that to be, don't be the aggressor, don't be the aggressor, but respond accordingly. You know, if somebody you, does something to you, then I think you have the full right to do something. You have to protect yourself first that's and right. foremost. I think that's it. And normally, there's a bunch of people around. There's phones. Somebody would witness that if somebody's in your face spitting at you, shoving you, or doing whatever they do, because all they're trying to do is disrupt. You know, um, so that's what I would say. All right, Dr. we're coming to this break. Thanks again for coming on the show. Hope, hopefully the three monuments will still be up next week. Uh, thanks for all the information. We'll be right back with the phone calls, Battle of New Orleans Radio. Back to Battle of New Orleans Radio. This is Caleb. Uh, before we take your phone calls, just a quick uh, Twitter update. We have uh, Hunter Wallace tweeting, We've got some brave men protecting the Jefferson Davis Monument in NOLA tonight from Antifa's. We also have David Duke tweeting, HB71 would protect all military monuments in Louisiana 
and representatives of the SPLC and the city of New Orleans were there to oppose it. Southern Uh, Poverty Law Center. Mm -mm -mm. Right. One other interesting um, tweet he also posted, he mentioned that uh, fencing is going up at Jefferson Davis Monument in Lee Circle. The company delivering the fencing did not know it was going to the monuments. So uh, that's pretty interesting. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and bring in VJ from Lakeview. Go ahead and tell us what uh, what you got. Thank you for taking my call. You know, um, this is obviously extremely frustrating because you feel like, you know, we've exhausted just about every avenue. But, you know, one avenue that we still have available to us is to try to figure out who these construction companies are and try to explain to these people that by participating in this, that they will have the that Mitch Landry's done this this time, right? You can't run again. Yeah, you're right. But, but this, that these construction companies have to continue to do business in this community, and Mitch Landrieu is going to run off into the sunset and leave all the people who had who are responsible for this uh, out to dry. He's going to hang him out to dry, just like what happened with this guy who was delivering the vents today, right? Yeah. He didn't have any idea it was going there. You know, they didn't tell him to black out his trucks. They didn't tell him to do any of this stuff. So what ends up happening is, is they just left this dude hang out to hang out to dry. And, you know, when you ask him, well, just tell us who the construction company is. And he's like, I can't do that. Hmm. So at some point, these people are going to realize that um, what they're doing is only going to hurt themselves. You know, how can you do business in this community when everybody hates you? When you have, uh, when, you know, when you're connected with this for the for, forever. Yeah, and supposedly, supposedly, VJ, it was three brothers uh, towing. That was involved today with the fence, and they were masked. It's not like it was cold out there, but they were masked again. That always obviously brings up questions. Um, but yeah, I mean, continue on. What's your take on what you're seeing at the monuments? Um, and have you been involved with this process directly, or what's your take on it? Well, you know, I went out there just as an observer because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just curious as to who these protesters are. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of these protesters are young girls who are, you know, probably about 20, around 21 years of age or thereabouts. Most of these people are not from here. You know, I talked to a lot of different, very disturbed young people. And, um, you know, honestly, I, I, you know, these people are just the shock troops for this, this, uh, for this movement here. You know, this is obviously something much bigger, and these people are just being manipulated into this because they don't really have – a real fundamental ideology. Some of these people think they're socialists. Some of them think they're Marxists. How could you think any of that when you're 21 years old and your father is paying for you to go to school? So it's you know it's, right. it's a little hard to take their Marxism and their socialism seriously. But there are a couple of people out there that I kind of I kind of had a feeling might be kind of ringleaders for this. But somebody is helping to organize and plan this. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I saw. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't personally see it, but when I had, I had a friend that was out at the monument on Monday night, and they called me to tell me that, you know, this was, this was coordinated, that these people showed up, and then these Antifa guys show up in this truck. They come out, they start attacking everybody, and once they start clearing everybody out of there, and they've got it to the point to where the uh, monument defenders are gone, then there they come in with their barricades, and they rush, they, you know, they push everybody out. 
So this was almost like it was coordinated with the with the with the police department. And, you know, the, the, the idea that the NOPD is coordinating with radical anti-fascist Marxists from the New Orleans Workers Party is, uh, in my opinion, extremely disturbing. And, uh, you know, what we got, I think what we've got to really do is try to fulfill what we wanted from Trump in the first place. You know, when Trump was coming in, we all were hoping that he was going to go in there and he was going to prosecute these people who have been selling out this country. And this has been a real big, you know, uh, um, disappointment that people like Hillary Clinton or, uh, you know, Loretta Lynch and these other people have not been brought to justice. That Bill Clinton and all their cronies with the Clinton Foundation right. have not been brought to justice, right? Well, I'm going to be, be quick here, but, but ultimately, if we can get somebody in there, into the mayor's office after this, who's going to be controlling the executive, who's going to be able to get people into these powerful positions at the police department. You know, maybe, you know, uh, after this is all said and done, that we can fix this problem later on. But I don't know. I just don't know what the answer is after this. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, that that's one thing we, uh, we, we all have been scratching our heads about, you know, what next? What do we do? How do we counteract this? How we're, on, we're on our heels right now from the first, from the kickoff to now. We're like in the fourth quarter right now. We're just on our, back on our heels. We're, like B said, somewhat disorganized. Even last night I was out there and I felt that uh, people were turning on each other based on their ideologies out there. They're like, well, you have this rebel flag and or you have this poster. I don't agree with that. And, and one person's talking about Israel and that it's a terrorist or, you know, and the other one's like, well, you know, I read in the Bible that that's Yahweh's people and that they're the chosenites and they can do no wrong. And we're over here fighting over this stuff. And the monument, I told everybody, like, listen, guys, the monument's over there. We don't agree on everything. We're small in numbers. We can't afford to divide up this. What, we got 20 people out here? So, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, v, VJ, it was a great call. And we're going to go let Caleb finish out the uh, rotation of the uh, remaining calls. But, again, tune in next week. We're going to keep on talking about this subject. Thanks for the call, VJ. And uh, go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead and cue in the next one. All right. Let's go ahead and take uh, Dave. David from Bush. Go ahead, David. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Welcome, David. Hey, good evening once again. Yes, sir. The the monument issue, it always hits uh, home for me every time because this – what I see taking place, and I've uh, I've said it many times, it's uh, it really is a pure communist takeover because we're not, not operating under constitutional law right now. What we're really operating under is not not only Agenda Twenty One, as you say many times, but uh, some also call it uh, Operation uh, Conus Base, where um, uh, or Continental United States. I, I'm not so sure about the acronym, but anyway. Where it's basically like, like a, a COG plan, something like that. Yeah, basically under a state of emergency, um, kind of like um, when when President Roosevelt passed the wartime act right. in uh, 1933, suspending uh, constitutional rights. So we basically, even before 9/11, have always been upon under a state of emergency, and I really see them dividing us to where they're they're pushing this police state even further and further and you know i've, I've heard you say before nathan that a lot of people we know are wel- welcoming the police state saying yeah these sjw's you know they, they need law they need order they need justice but they got to understand brothers that that's coming for everybody everybody right. it's, it's not gonna stop with them uh david you, you know what i'm saying and look when we were at liberty 
when they were taking it down, the police force out there, man, was just astronomical. I mean, all down Canal Street, state troopers everywhere. I mean, it was just, it looked like it was, uh, the, you know, like, like New Orleans was hosting a Super Bowl. That's right. I mean, that, that, that's why I do have to say right now that uh, it, na- nationally, I don't trust anybody. No, no, the, the only, no. The only people I trust is the ones in my hometown, local. I feel you. you. Thank you. Such as uh, Nathan Lawrence running for mayor. Thank you, David. I'm telling you, every, everybody, this right here is, I, w- I wouldn't say it's our only hope, but it is a hell of a start. I mean, it is, uh, like I said, it's better than most of you sitting on the couch. I mean, I drove all the way to Washington, D.C., ju- just to be able to uh, meet a, a colleague of mine and uh, actually see what these um, these events are all about on a uh, national level. And let me tell you, what you guys are describing about um, about these uh, monuments, uh, the, uh, some of the crowds that show up, it reminds me of some of the same crowds I've seen in Washington, D.C., uh, with, um, with the Jewish Defense League right on uh, one side and then the, um, the pro-Palestinians on the left. Now, no matter which side of the fence you sit on, uh, both sides were pretty controlled. Right. That, that's 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 the people that George Soros uh, are busting in because they they have no connection to this area. They have no they, they don't know what New Orleans is they, like. They just come they, in from out of town and they pay them here. Hold the sign. You stand there and drool and you make some noise. That, that's a great David. That's a great point because how do you destroy people's culture? It's just like on a national level when they're flooding. You know. Our country and they're flooding Europe with all these immigrants. You use the immigrants then to destroy the culture locally because the immigrants coming in have no ties emotionally to any of the local culture. And it's the same thing. They'll use people from out of town that have no zero ties to any of this area. And then they'll use that, you know, because the people, they don't care. Go, go ahead, man. No, they, they surely don't. Now, um, I'll just uh, close by saying because um, I, I, uh, I want to hear from everybody else. Too, yes, sir. Because I know this, this monument issue is a lot of people have something to say about it, and I don't blame them. But always remember, um, God creates man, man creates government. Sure. Man should never be subject to his own creation. Hmm. Now, for instance, the, pe- the people ordain the government. What is a government? It's a body of people. Hmm. It is a creation by man, and we have to remember that, we, uh, that it, it isn't this holier than now. It's us, and it, it's it's there as a. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going on for so long, but I like to tell people that government's like an umpire of a baseball game. He's not the captain of the team. He's not the manager. Uh, he's he's not the stadium manager for sure. But without his moderation and his unbiased opinion, that game would cease to go on, and everybody would say, "No, he's out. He's safe. He's out and safe." Right. Well, you you, you pretty much get the picture. Yeah. Well, no, that's a powerful point, uh, David. And look, if if you can, if if you're not, you know, working because you know, like like most of us, David, you know, we try to be pro- productive members of society, and we actually have to work for a living and support people. Um, if you, but if you have the opportunity, Sunday at one thirty, um, we're going to be meeting at Congo Square, bullhorning and yelling at Take Him Down NOLA. Uh, so we need to counter their protest. We need to use their uh, rogue uh, ways against them. So if you can make it out there, David, one thirty, give us a call. They're going and, to Lee Circle after that. Yeah, and if you can bring anybody, bring them. Bring them. Yep. All right, David, looking forward to it. All right, we are going to be hitting a hard break. We got uh, two calls left, maybe one segment left. If you want to get in a quick call, 504-556-9696. We'll be right back, Ballin' Radio. 
welcome back once again to Battle of New Orleans Radio. This is our last segment. Let's go ahead and bring in Flaming Liberal. Go ahead, Flaming Liberal. Uh, thank you so much, gentlemen. And by the way, I have my latest love squeeze, the lovely Colleen on the line with us tonight. Colleen! <laughs> you want to say hello, sweetheart? How are you? How, how you doing, Miss Colleen? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Appreciate what it. What a sweetheart. Thank We're you. burning up Atlanta better than Sherman did. Uh, <laughs> you know, first of all, before I get to the monuments, um, you might want to go to uh, marketwatch.com. There's an article there that some executives from Goldman Sachs Washington Post. Um, are in a real estate partnership uh, with guess who? Uh, with with probably Jared Kushner or Donald Trump. Well, Jared Kushner is part of the partnership, and uh, one of the partners is guess who? George Soros. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mazel tov. Yeah. You might want to check that out. Yeah, no, no, look, they, they George Soros funded his cadre investment with him and his brother. Look, they're tied at the hip. Look, Trump's has sold, Trump has sold us all out. He was a smokescreen. He used the nationalistic fever. Uh, but but he is, Trump has completely sold out on every issue. He said he was getting rid of NAFTA. Now we're keeping NAFTA. Uh, he loved Julian Assange. He loved WikiLeaks. Now he hates Julian Assange, and he needs to be arrested. I'm totally off the Trump train six gazillion percent, Flaming Liberal. You know, if I would have gone into a coma the day before the national election in November and woke up today... I would have read a story that said the president is about to sign a spending bill that doesn't cut uh, funding for Planned Parenthood. It cuts the EPA 1%. It doesn't cut the arts and uh, public television. It doesn't fund the wall. I would have said hallelujah. Hillary won the election. Right. Well, well, listen, uh, Flaming Liberal, look, we only have a few minutes left. we got a couple more calls. Listen, Phil, Phil the Patriot's down here as well. He's in studio. He's been at the monument, so if you have anything to say to him, feel free to say hi to him. Well, I'll, I'll be glad to in a second. But let me say, okay. if those monuments were really about history, why don't we have a monument to Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain, the hero of Little Round Top, when Robert E. Lee ordered the biggest massacre of his own troops in Pickett's Charge, um, why don't we have, you know, there's no monument at LSU uh, to General Sherman, the founder. We're, there's no monument to Sherman anywhere in the city. Flaming Liberal, you bring, up, you bring up a good point. We're going to try to get a petition going at Battle of New Orleans for that. Any final thoughts? Phil, the uh, Patriots here in studio, anything you would like to say to him or, or anything else you have? But oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah, well, fill the it's patriot. About, it's about look. I'm a first deacon in the Christian ministry dedicated to feeding the needy in Atlanta. Uh, it's all about perpetuating the hatred, the the war crimes uh, that were committed, which is an anathema to Jesus Christ. That you oh wait, hold on. Phil has something to say. Go, you go, Phil. You are an anti-Christian. You're not for Jesus Christ. You're against Jesus Christ. You and all your buddies, you're blaming liberal. You remind me of something that comes out of me when I sit on a toilet in the morning. Yeah. All right, they had a friendly little debate there. All right, we're going to go to Renee next on line number two. Yes, um, one of you mentioned um, uh, we're talking about the chosen people. Well, I bet there's a group of chosen people that you have never heard of. Croatians. I'm about to tell you, if you've never heard of this, which you probably haven't, you're going to think I'm nuts, okay? But uh, do y'all remember William Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Cooper? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, YouTube search, William Cooper, British Israelism, Christian identity. The thing is, it is these Anglo-Saxon Protestants who are also into this whole bloodline thing, and they believe they are the true Israelites, and only they have souls, 
and uh, 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 they call everybody who's not one of them mud people. Mm. And the thing is, they are uh, the, the, the the Bill Cooper rakes them over the coals because they thought he was one of them. He's a mud shark. Started sending him all kind of literature, and he was not. And so there's a uh, William Cooper British Israelism. The thing is. I, you know, I'm 65. I didn't know about this. Bill Cooper, who was no dummy, it caught him by surprise. He'd never heard of him either. This, these, these, they're, they're, they're white wasp, okay, who feel they are the true Israelites, and they're as bad or worse than the Jews. Look it up. Like you say, right. these people are flying under the radar because they are globalist, dominionist types. Well, Renee, we're coming to the end of the show. Thanks for the call. We appreciate we'll talk it. to you keep, next keep week. Listening. Look, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, we got B and Phil in the studio. We're going to go to Phil first, and we're going to close with B. Phil, what's your final thoughts, man? We only got about two minutes left. Go ahead. Thoughts are, listen up, brothers. This is, this is the time to stand in the gap. This is the time to watch the wall. This is the time to rescue the innocent and defend the helpless. This is the time to wake up, stand up, rise up, and watch up. Now is the time to put on the mind of Jesus Christ and the form, Lord, and get out there in the battlefield. Now is the time to do it because, just like I said a while ago, if you don't, they're coming for your Fleur de Lis next, your Christmas tree, your Jesus statue, your Buddha statue. They're going to decide what kind of T-shirt you can wear. They're going to decide what you can say. They're trying to take over this country in many ways that you've never seen before. So all of you bikers out there, all you truckers out there, all you Catholic people in church, all you Lutherans, Baptists, come out now while you still have a country to come out in. And, ah! it, and it looks like the rain gods or Jefferson Davis is uh, the general or whatever you want to call it is, is shining on us because right now it's pouring cats and dogs out there. It doesn't look like they're going to get any activity done. So if anybody's worried about Jefferson Davis coming down today or tonight in the middle of the night, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. The ground's soggy. Uh, Antifa's not out there. I don't even think the pro-monument entities out there. we got two minutes left, B. Anything else you want to say about the situation? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're taking it down. T- you know, they're not in a hurry. They like no. this chaos. No, it, it's you bringing know. a lot of tension to Mayor Landra. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they want they want tempers to flare. They want to get good footage for the news channels. And, and-, and we're going to see that Sunday, guys. So in closing, I, I plead that everyone here in studio and everyone listening, come on out to Lee Circle Sunday. It should be around 3 or 4 o'clock that the... Uh, uh, entities that want to take Look, them down come up. We got to show up. We got to physically be Look, there. Let's take back the city. Let's take it back. Okay. Look, I'm running for mayor. Come July, the campaign is going to be in full force, but we can't wait now. Okay. In this uh, candidateship, it's not about me. It's about the people. We must understand that until we stop the internationalism that has usurped our local government, i.e., the the NOLA Agenda 2030, until one politician opens says that and opens it out their mouth you know that they're not going to make a bit of difference okay i don't care if we've got jesus christ in there if he doesn't want to get rid of the agenda 2030 it's not going to make a bit of difference so people need to understand when you have you know like uh, cantrell or bagnaris or whoever's torres. running torres if they don't talk about a sustainable development, United Nations Agenda 2030, they're frivolous. They're not going to do anything that's really going to make a substantial amount of difference. Look, come out and join us Sunday, 1.30, Congo Square. We're going to march with Take Them Down NOLA with bullhorns, and we're going to blast them out of the water. Please show up, and we're going to march from there Lee all Circle. the way to Lee Circle. Stand up, guys. We're going to be back next week. Ballon Orleans Radio and the statues will still be up.
God willing. God, God bless America. God bless America. See you all later. Right. Thanks, Caleb. Great job, buddy. Hi, my name's Gary King, and I've assembled the most formidable JFK team on planet Earth. We've got Dr. James Fetzer, Larry Rivera, who is the number one researcher in the world today when it comes to new research. And we've got Don Fox, who's not afraid to look a little bit deeper than anyone else. So if you're interested in what happened to the 35th president of the United States, then I invite you to our show. It's called The New JFK Show, and it's on YouTube. Go to Gary King YouTube channel, and we've got over 90 shows archived for you there. So if you really want to know the truth, and knowing that over 9 out of 10 researchers are working the other side of the street in a sea of disinformation, I pledge to you the truth about JFK. Go to Gary King YouTube channel and find out your true history.